Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, still to come on the show, you're going to be hearing from a man, a vice journalist, who uh, tried to use lockdown for good. One of these freaks who decided to not waste lockdown and tried to completely transform themselves physically wound up losing uh, a shed ton of their body fat and body weight. So listen, fair play to them. I don't know of any, very many people who have done that. It's, it's a lovely idea, but then you realise you actually have to go and do something. Yeah, pretty much. I would obviously never be motivated enough to lose mm. weight while sitting at home. Like, it just wouldn't happen. I mean, as I said, I have gone back to the gym once since it's back open, and uh, even that's a struggle. But at yeah. home, I was doing virtually nothing. Going to the fridge was an effort. Yeah, you get out of breath going upstairs. You're like, oh, good God, this is going to be a bad time. Anyway, he'll be on in about a half an hour's time here on the show. But before we move on anywhere, do we have a quick question for this evening? I do have a quick question. So, you're more productive where? At home for the rest of your life. <laughs> Some people are more productive at home, definitely. Mm. But that's not the answer. Okay, you are you are more productive where? Where do you think? 087-67-97-104. You can drop us in a WhatsApp if you want to have a guest this evening. But um, is there any, any no clues you can give? I'll give a huge clue if anybody listens to the show regularly. Um, this is something that you hate. Religious retreats about women? No, because you've never gone on one before. That's very true. So you can't hate something that you don't know anything about. So that's not the answer, no. But it is something that you dislike, and I know that, and anyone listening will know this as well. So right, okay. You're more productive where this does not apply to you because you would be... Way less productive. <laughs> okay, uh, if you want to have a guess, oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. If you think you know the answer to that question, and we'll read out some of the texts that come in next here on FM one zero four. FM one zero four is Room one zero four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Now it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room one zero four. Uh, you might have seen the news today. Uh, Paul Meskel, he has been all over the news of late. He's in the new uh, Rolling Stones music video. Oh, that's really cool. Huge fan of his. Such a good actor. Yeah, so he's been duetting with Jeremy Kennedy. He is now in the Rolling Stones new video, and he's also auctioning off those GAA shorts. I wonder, though, how much Paul Mescal is too much Paul Mescal. See, they're going to be mad into Paul for, I'd say, the next month. And then by Christmas, people will be wondering who he is. Do you think so? Yeah, that's the way it goes, doesn't it? We f- fantasize and fascinate over these people for three months and then we don't care anymore. And then, you see, we realize he's so incredibly talented that a lot of people are just going, oh, f- hang on, he can sing? 
You can sing as well. But it was kind oh. of like when Love Hate came out and it was all about an edge. Yeah. You know, an and edge then. Of normal people. Yeah, he is an edge of normal people. So. I mean, I think he's great. I, I think he's great, actually, but yeah. he's, he is plastered everywhere at the moment. He is the hero. And of course, now that he had to come out and say, actually, by the way, I'm not British, I'm Irish, uh, helped. Yeah, very true. Uh, I wonder if, if and when he's going to land like a, a huge movie role. See, that's the thing. Like he could be role. so typecast now. He's Paul Mescal yeah. from Normal People and he might, he might not. He could flop. You know the way sometimes you hear about these guys, the up and comings, and then suddenly they just fall off the face of the earth? Yeah, so Paul, as myself and Saoirse, who know what it's like to reach Hollywood stardom. Oh, yeah. Um, just take it easy. Don't go spending too much of your money. Don't go any mad, on any mad benders. Or at least don't get papped and don't do too much. And then, uh, you know, just, just take it from there. Stay home. Yeah. I, th- I think you will, though. Uh, and what's your one's name again? Is it Daisy something? Daisy I can never... Edgar. Yeah. I, I don't know her surname, but um, she's also very talented. Like, why does she not get a look in? I know, I was just thinking that. Why has she not been put in uh, any of these things? Don't know. Shh. Daisy, Sexist. can you sing? Should you be should you be duet- duetting with Dua Lipa there in some sort of video? Maybe she's going to be the Hollywood superstar. She's going to be the next Saoirse Ronan. Did you say Saoirse Ronan? No, I said Ronan. Oh, so you said Saoirse Ronan. Because I, I usually say Ronan, but everyone is now pulling me up on it. So I try really hard to say that name really quickly so I yeah. don't pronounce the A-N at the end. So I say oh, Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. Be a bit of crack, right? Uh, that's up online anyway if you want to check it out. FM104.ie for that uh, Stones video if you want to check it out. Now, the question was, Saoirse. The question is, you're more productive where? You are more productive where? 0876797104. Mary has said, at a cuddle party. No, you are not. Oh, that's actually kind of nice. That's probably... I wouldn't say we're productive at a cuddle party. I mean, the two of us were in shock for different reasons. Um, (laughs) You know, you didn't get touched at the cuddle party. I did. I got a lovely... A rub of the arm. But I did consent to it, so that was fine. Consensual arm Um, rub. Yeah. It's not the answer, no. Okay. Uh, incorrect is it uh, at work you, Lucy just thinks it's at work you're you're more productive where at, at work uh, you're more productive at work I don't think anyone is really are they let's call a spade a spade nah no I don't think anyone is um, that's not the answer okay William has said is it on the toilet on the toilet the only thing productive you usually do on the toilet is look at the back of, say, the the Dettol that's that's in there, the Dettol wipes or the stuff that you put down the toilet. You wipe yourself with you Dettol wipes? No, but you know when you're stuck on the toilet and then you don't bring your phone in because that's unhygienic. So then you end up picking yeah. that up and reading the back of it. Because no one ever reads the back of them things. You just lash it in. You just assume that that stuff that you pour down the toilet, you just pour it down and flush the toilet straight away. Sometimes you have to leave these things for an hour, 30 mm-hmm. minutes, you know? So maybe you're reading the instructions of that whilst on the toilet. But no, it's not the answer. 
I heard, and this was via someone, via someone, via someone else, that one of these big fancy, I think it was a recruitment firm based in the city centre in Dublin, has noticed, because they track the productivity, they're able to track the work and productivity that all their employees do, that they said they got an extra two hours a week productivity out of their staff because people were bringing their laptops into the toilets and doing work on the toilets. That's disgusting. That's miserable, that is isn't it? Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that's And they were delighted nasty. about it. Okay. Are you more productive at a retreat? Dermot, is that the answer? He thinks you are more productive at a retreat. Nope, not the answer. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Where, so where are you most productive or more productive, right? Is it at work in the evening before you finish? It works for me. I seem to have more energy then and that helps me. And that has come in from uh, Angela. What's the story, Angela? How are things? No, it's not. This is a strange one now. It's not necessarily the place, by the way. It's not really the place itself, right? That's a big hint. Okay. But uh, Angela, you sound like you might be a bit of a night owl. You know, it could be like us where you get a little bit more productive in the evenings and maybe you're exhausted during the day and then you go to bed and you're just wide awake staring at the ceiling going, right, <clears throat> okay. So, <clears throat> um, Jacinta said, is it gardening? No. No, you're way off, Jacinta. I was going to say a good guess. It's not a good guess, no. I mean, you'd probably get the flowers done and the hedge trimmed and so on, but it's not going to make you more productive. Uh, okay, any any other quick guesses? Not quick guesses, sorry. Quick, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, clues, do you have any other clues for us, Sirish? Do I have any other clues? Um, I love this, you hate this. Again, it's not about the specific location. It's more about something... Something in the location you're in. Okay. So, so you know, you could be doing this from home. You could be doing this from an office. You could be doing this from anywhere, really. Mm. Once this is set correctly. Well, that's a, that's an obvious one. Not an obvious one. That's a big clue, I would say. Okay. I don't know if that'll give it away, but you look, have another guess there. Where are you more productive? And if you can take on board what Sisha just told you there, send us in a guess. 87 This is FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Sisha here on Room 104. Still to come, you'll be hearing from a man who decided to do something in lockdown and uh, work out from home and completely change his physical appearance. Unlike the rest of us who really didn't bother. Now, uh, I'm going to presume some people might be able to get the answer to this question, which is again, Saoirse. The question is, you're more productive where? Where are you more productive? And you said it's not necessarily a specific location. It's not like you're more productive at the Spire or you're more productive in the Phoenix Park. It's not necessarily the actual geographical location. Yeah, exactly. It's not where you are, it's the place you're in. There's something in the place 
that I see I don't want to give it away now that will make a difference to how you work Annie is after saying you know is it when you're at your laptop no it's not a physical thing uh, when it's Friday and I'm going on the lash uh, always drink responsibly and that comes in from Patrick is that when you're most productive I don't know what you're getting done on, on the lash Patrick but fair play to you no, it's got nothing to do with um, being irresponsible. Although, actually, this is going to be a bit of a clue. Apparently, when you do have a drink, sometimes you think that a room might be a little bit different or the location you're in might be a little bit different. And it's all to do with this thing. Okay. If that helps. So you could be you could be wearing more. you could be wearing a tiny little dress on the middle of Grafton Street on a December night when usually you might not be so comfortable, but maybe after a few drinks responsibly, you might feel a little bit okay. Okay, so ask me the question again. You're more productive where? Uh, in a in a dress in the middle of Grafton Street in December. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, is it when you're driving? Angela has asked. No, it's not when you're driving. As but I said, it it's not when you're actually doing anything in particular. It's something about the place you're in. Yeah. So something about the place you're in will make you more or less productive. More productive. Something and obviously the opposite effect. Like. Yeah. Something that I love and you hate. So if you've listened to the show, maybe you'll know. So what is it about a particular place that I hate and Saoirse loves? Maybe that'll give you the answer. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. Let us know what you think it is. And then we'll take the last couple of guesses and tell you the answer. Next, here on F104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on uh, Room 104. I would have thought somebody would have gotten the answer to this question right by now, but it turns out that they have not. So quickly again, Saoirse, the question was... The question is, you're more productive where? And it's not necessarily a particular place. It's a, a characteristic about the place that you're in, I suppose. Yes, that's what uh, I'd say, yeah. That I, mean, I apparently hate this and Saoirse absolutely loves this and apparently Saoirse is correct and right when this comes to having the area this way or the room this way because it makes you more productive so the last couple of guesses that have come in there is it in the library is it in the office is it in your head uh, is it when you're driving no 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 it's about I suppose something about all of those places so you might as well you might as well go ahead and tell us now sure Okay, so the answer is you're more productive in a warmer environment. I do not believe that for a second. Yeah, apparently everyone, they no. said women more so than men, but they said as a whole that we should be in a workplace that is warmer rather than cooler. So you need to take that on board because you always have the place freezing. Oh, I, 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 men... I think prefer rooms several degrees cooler than what women do. Research has discovered 
that we perform better on verbal and mathematical tasks when the temperature is higher. Is that for women, though? No, it's for everyone, overall. So I'm saying, uh, I'm looking at something here now. One study found that men prefer rooms at 72 degrees Fahrenheit, while women prefer it at 77. So hang on, let me it see. Did say, it did say. Fahrenheit to Celsius, which is 25 degrees, and we would probably like, uh, what's our one? 72, which is at 22 degrees. Yeah, I'd rather which, it at 19 degrees. See, no, that's that's obviously not uh, not right for the most part, okay? It did say, obviously, everyone performs better on verbal and mathematical tasks, but women perform better on all tasks when the temperature was raised. Oh, oh, that's fine. And then set the room nice and high for yourself. But I think this is a fundamental, I think, difference between men and women because we're hairier and maybe bigger. And I was going to say, do we have, I don't know if we have extra skin, but I definitely think we have extra hair, which would make us hotter and warmer. Well, it did go on to say... are always cold and hungry. But that's why... The reason why we are always cold and hungry is because our metabolisms run slower than men's, meaning that we don't generate as much heat as guys do and therefore usually a lot colder in offices than men. So when you do have your temperature down to minus five and you're happy out... It's biological and it's a condition and you should respect that and respect my space. I could actually die. Uh, Not only will I be unproductive, but I could die because I'm starving, essentially, at that stage. (laughs) Now, I'm obviously not going to advocate here for, uh, you know, segregation of the sexes in the workplace, but would it not make more sense then for the women who are always cold to go into one office when they can have their little sauna and then for men who are always sweating buckets and far, far, far too hot to be in a different room where it's nice and cold? Yeah, I think that would work. Uh, Just, I guess the problem would be that we would end up talking the whole time and get nothing done. But so with so the, so the lads, we chatted to that linguistic woman who said, um, you know, men bitch just as much as women do in the office. Well, it's just called discussing. True. It's just called discussing. They're discussing yeah, manly things that. like sports and business. <laughs> I never thought about that, but it, it is true. Yeah, you guys do gossip uh, a lot, but I think we're probably slightly worse. We've more to say. Hmm. You, you definitely do. But no, I, I'm not going to, I refuse to believe this academically published study. And I will always campaign for a freezing cold room. You've just read out aloud that men need to be at a temperature of 22 degrees. Not 19, which is what you put in the office all the time, which is not comfortable for for anyone, by the way. Average temperature. An average temperature. I'm clearly an outlier. Um, My biological needs need that. You've seen I have hairy legs, hairy feet, hairy chest. Don't have a hairy back yet, but like just a little bit more hair. So I get warmer naturally. So I need a lot cooler of an an environment to function in. Otherwise, I could get pregnant and die. Can I just say, by the way, um, this man on air walks around in a jacket that I can only describe as, if you remember the band, The Blazing Squad. And they used to have these big, huge, fluffy jackets that you wear in the summer as well. I mean, there's no need for that. Why do you even own a jacket? Leave the the jacket out of this, all right? Why do you own a jacket? Because I don't wear a jumper underneath then, you just need the jacket. If it's freezing, you're fine. As opposed to having 17 layers underneath and going, I'm so cold. Like, you just need to get rid of that. You really do. Um, you should be wearing a t-shirt at all times. Uh, oh, I used to I, I used to never wear a jacket as a kid, like the middle of December. You'd just be strolling around in a t-shirt and a pair of tracksuit bottoms and that'd be it. 
And then your mom every single day was saying, put on your jacket, put on your jacket. So now you have a giant jacket that could fit about 10 people in and keep them warm for the winter. You, you, you should just get yourself a nice jacket. I think you're just jealous. No, see, I don't like wearing loads of clothes because it makes me look smaller. And I'm tiny as it is, so I don't like to be bulky. Mm. So I'd rather be in a, a room oh, that's... Oh, you have your uh, mammy jacket, though. So she's got a very, very cool, like, mammy, <laughs> mammy dropping the kids down to soccer practice jacket. Real long look, it's one. it's just to you do me for the next... You like an owl on that. For the next 10 years when I'm bringing my son to football. Yeah, you know? you're, just missing, you're just missing a pram. Um, you can go down and have a bit of Prosecco for your little brunch with your mammy coat. It's such a... What, what's it like, the Michelin man jacket? One of those ones. It's a mom coat. It's a... What do you call them? Is it a trench coat? It's a little bit of a trench coat type thing. I like it. It's nice. Just, yeah, anyway, it's I... It's a mom coat. It's very thin. That's why I quite like it. So it's more know, fitting it's on your body. It's functional. That's what it is. Sure, it keeps the rain off and it keeps you warm. What more would you want? There's no style sense to this at all. Look, I don't have style anyway, okay? We've established that a long time ago. I work on radio. I don't need to be stylish. There we go. Face for radio and the like and what they say. Um, but there you go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on Team Cold. have to have Team Cold, otherwise it will not work. Now, um, moving on, if you missed this at the start of the show, I got some uh, terrible, terrible news. From no, you Sarah. didn't. You didn't get terrible news. Bad, terrible, terrible news. So she uh, likes to psychologically and physically torment me any stage that she can uh, once forced me against my will to have a cuddle party in the office which was the weirdest thing in the world and by the way if you want to check out what a cuddle party looks like that is up on F104's YouTube channel at the at still so you can see the what a cuddle party is if you want to bring it into your own office and how awkward it actually gets but oh, actually I take it cuddle parties aren't allowed now because of COVID no, I'm so glad we got that cuddle in there. The cuddle party industry, yeah, the cuddle party industry has been decimated. Where, Michal Martin, where are the supports for the hard-working people who are keeping the cuddle industry alive? Where are the supports for them? Good point. I don't think he has an answer for that. No, he doesn't. We need some sort of support package. Anyway, Saoirse forced me to attend a cuddle party in work, which I've, I've actually, honestly, not even been messing, I've never felt more uncomfortable in my entire life ever in my hunt doing that so, so that's up there so adding on to that she decided to get me something else for, for my birthday and let me just play you the clip uh, to give you an idea of what exactly she, she got me which <sighs> you're, you're going to love it going to absolutely love it but this is what she got me for for this year's birthday right um, it's a very personal reflective uh, intense experience so have a quick listen to uh, to this Welcome to these reflections on women in the Gospels. We look at women in the earlier part of the Gospel, but looking at them from a viewpoint of how they model discipleship for us, the orientation will not be academic. Each section will be divided into three smaller sections so that you can use them at your own pace and in your own time. You might take one section at different times of the day, 
or you may find that one is enough for the entire day. These days are about relationship, not about covering material. So listen to your own desires. Be content to stop where you find fruit. Let the Lord guide you. Doing a retreat where you are offers its own opportunities and challenges. Finding a quiet space for yourself for the day, or even for part of the day, will be helpful. You may have to experiment with that. Now, I just suddenly got the vision so beautiful. of somebody just turning on FM 104 for the first time this evening. <laughs> <laughs> and hearing that going, what in the name of God is going on at, uh, you know, 11.37 on a Thursday evening at FM 104? It's our new uh, religious retreat hour, and you're welcome to come and meditate, pray with us for the next while. Uh, no, so Saoirse decided to get me some sort of virtual remote religious retreat that'll be focusing on and celebrating women in the Bible? Yeah, women in the Bible. So this is something that you're going to be doing from home, as I said. Access to online video presented by Father Mike. Uh, there's a oh, link lovely. then to a lot of poems that you might like to um, have a look at. Uh, it's encouraging personal reflection and prayer. An opportunity to respond to the presentation. There's going to be a presentation every day at one o'clock. Uh, access to daily evening sessions at 7pm, oh, which you can do. We can, we can make time for. Uh, did you say there's an opportunity to respond? So can I be that like annoying person, like, like the annoying mature student you get in college that asks really frustratingly obvious boring, pointless questions at the end and keeps everyone longer than they need to be there. I think that's essential. If yeah. I'm being totally honest with you, I really do. Um, you don't go to these things or you don't sign up, especially when it's from home and people are mm. a little bit lonely. You have to kind of ask those questions. Um, so go ahead, ask as many as you want. Then Eileen Murphy is going to be um, doing some reflection and prayer sessions in the evening. This is all up on their on their website. If you do want to sign up, you could join Cormac, by the way. It's 60 euro. Um, by the way, it starts at 9 a.m. on Monday. Oh, I'll, be, the 21st I'll, be, missing that, I'll be missing that one. I will be 100% missing that one. 9 so a.m. As, as Monday. Said, as Mike, Father Mike said in this thing there, we're going to have to experiment with a time that suits me. So it definitely won't be 9 a.m. You're mad. And it finishes then 9 p.m. on Saturday, the 26th of September. <laughs> So you've got a whole week there to pop in and out at your own time. You don't because have to rush it. All of the things you could have gotten me for my birthday, you, you go with that. I just thought it was nice. Something you can well, do. Educate yourself from home. A voucher. You don't have to do it with anyone. Just it is a, a voucher. A voucher would have sufficed. It, it, it actually is a voucher, though. I've booked you in. Uh, they're going to email you on Monday with your itinerary for that week. And it's perfectly timed because it's finished on the 26th of September. So that's four days until my birthday. Oh, oh, good reminder. So you'll come out a changed man and you might get me something really nice. I'll get you some uh, branded Room 104 rosary beads, which we're going to be launching at the end of September by the sounds of it. <laughs> ah, I can't wait to hear back. We're going to launch Holy Communion with my face and Saoirse's face on the pieces of uh, bread. I love the bread. The taste of that wafer, bread I is unreal. I used to bring that home. I'm going to actually annoy a lot of people when I say this. I used to bring that home, put it in my pocket and put ice cream on it. 
No, you didn't. I swear to God. It was like my little wafer thing. I used to get my sister to do the same thing and we'd have an, uh, we'd cut it in half. I know that the bread wasn't very big, but we cut it in half and have a, a wafer sandwich. So, so hang on, hang on. You would have ice cream with the body of Christ. <laughs> it was a, I used a, a, to, I used like to put Jesus it in my pocket. banana split. Exactly, because, you know, you could do the thing where they put on your tongue or else put in your hand. So I used to always go with the hand and then I'd pretend to take it out, up and put it in my mouth. This is when I was only eight and I'd quickly put it into my pocket. And you go home to put some icing. I mean, maybe it's something the church could look into having, you know, different, having a menu of Holy Communions that you could actually offer people. Like maybe some, some Holy Communion with hummus or, you know, some, a cheese board with the Holy Communion as part of that as well. Well, I used to enjoy, um, I have two sisters, one is three years younger than me, the other one's a year older than me. So the two of us used to sit there in front of her, telling her she wasn't allowed to have it. Because she wasn't old enough. So we used to have our ice cream sandwiches in front of her. She used to get really annoyed. It was the highlight of her Sunday. <laughs> well, in fairness, Mass was a little bit, wasn't entertaining for kids, I suppose. So yeah, you've got to make your own fun. Good evening, Eric, and apologies. Eric said... I thought my radio was broken when I started to drive home from work, fright of my life hearing some priest on at this hour of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just Cormac's birthday present. It's just a new religious hour of a Thursday, you know, we're just going to kick it off. It'll be the religious tr- retreat here in FM 104. Hallelujah. We do play that enough, you know, you love playing that I little um, soundbite. So. Handles Messiah, yeah, what a man. Uh, apologies about that, Eric, and uh, glad to hear that you're finished up and on the way home. But yeah, we uh, it, apparently it's my birthday present, and I will give you a full review and a full yeah, I'll do a full review of the whole experience of going to a virtual remote. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Retreat. Cannot wait to hear back. Oh, I can wait indeed, right? So um, we'll report back on that at the end of the month there and see how, how, how it is, whether or not the demons have been released and I'll be a changed man. I highly doubt it, but listen... We'll go in with an open mind. On the way next here on Room 104, were you the type of person that got really fit and shredded and toned during lockdown? Or were you like the normal people, like the rest of us, who wound up getting nice and pudgy and packing on the survival pounds is what we're calling them because, you know, the world could fall apart. We need that extra extra calories there in case, uh, you know, you don't have access to food. It's actually more in your interest to pack on the the wait during a pandemic in case everything hits the fan and there's no more world anyway but uh, Vice Journalist Rise Thomas 
decided to see could he challenge himself over a 45-day period to completely change how he looked, even though the gyms were closed down. He got one of uh, one of uh, the fittest men in Europe on to tell him what to do, what to eat, and how to train. And he'll be on next explaining to you how he got on, how much weight he lost, and whether or not the whole thing was worth it. That's on the way next here on Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here. How has your uh, beach bod been going during quarantine? Because there's no beaches open anymore, so you don't need one. Um, it's incredibly difficult trying to eat healthy and work out during lockdown. I had a conversation with my friend earlier on. We were voice noting each other. How does anybody get fit? Food is far too yummy and too good. And, you know, she's talking about having a responsible glass of wine tonight with a giant bar galaxy, which I totally get. But, you know, I eat okay during the week, but the weekends I'm eating at least three takeaways a night. Each, each night, is it? You're like, I'll have a Domino's Chinese, I'll have a Big Mac as well, throw that on top, thank you very much. Take Saturday, for example. I had a McDonald's at one o'clock, I met my friend and had a steak and chips at about five, and then I had a Camille Thai at about ten. That's three takeaways, essentially, <laughs> in the same day. <laughs> you just do, do Doing life properly, many people would say. But listen, it's, it's incredibly tough, it's a stressful time, and you're kind of like, listen, if the world's going to end 2020, I'm having that glass of wine, and I'm having that uh, huge bar of chocolate and just I know as well it's it, I've put on I'd say about it, the quarantine stone at least just yeah. from sitting in doing nothing and you're kind of like oh, 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 go to but the gym but you know what it's actually worse sitting in doing nothing do you know when, when we're busy and people say I don't have time to go to the gym or exercise we're lying to ourselves when we had all the time working from home me and you were I'm both saying we did nothing I'm just like you know it's it's so difficult uh, to get through so many box sets um, that you know I didn't have time for the gym <laughs> unfortunately but some people out there tried to use the opportunity a lockdown to make significant and impressive changes to their own body shape and their own body size and try to lose a bit of weight and pack on a bit of muscle. And joining us now is a vice journalist who tried to, as he says, get swole during lockdown and get all buff and getting all beefed up, managed to lose a third. She had a third of his body fat, which is no easy feat. And to tell us a little bit more about how we went about doing it, vice journalist uh, Rise Thomas joins us on the line now. Rise, how are you, sir? Hey, yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Really good. And saw your kind of transformation and the work you were doing. We said we, uh, we had to kind of get you on because a lot of people, I think, are in this g- weird, awkward, glutty, stressed out situation where food is providing comfort and then food is providing extra inches. But why did you decide to kind of go on this transformation? Yeah, I mean, um, well, food and beer specifically, if you've seen it, uh, provide me with comfort pretty much all year round, so it hasn't Mm. changed much. But basically, um, so I was just, you know, stuck indoors as we all are, and I sort of thought to myself, well, while I always say I haven't got the hours in the day, I really kind of felt like I had the gaps in my day at this time. And um, it was back when we very much were uh, in total lockdown in, in London, which is where I'm based now, so we... You know, I had nothing to do. So I figured, well, there's ever a time where I'm actually going to try and do exercise. It's probably now. And from there, just sort of thought, right, okay, well, you know, we'll give it a real go. Um, I'll try and get the help of uh, Britain's fittest man to kind of guide me through it. And I'll just really go to town on it and see what I can do. It wasn't because I was conscious of losing weight or um, anything like that. It was more, as it says, the idea of trying to get swole, just trying to, like, totally transform the body into the classic kind of beach ball Daniel Craig kind of scene. <laughs> Yeah, so it was pretty much out of my very out of my comfort zone. But I thought, you know what, I don't like going to the gym. There's never really a time where I could see myself doing this. 
so it might as well yeah. be wild. I'm my own judge. Yeah. Okay, I feel similar to you in the in the sense that I hate the gym, I hate exercising, and I love my food. So, were you eating salads all day long and exercising nonstop from home? Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I mean, I love my food, but I would say um, that day you did was really impressive. I could, I don't think I could do a Big Mac a steak and a pie in one day. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, that's, that's an that's another extreme sport that I will look yeah. into. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, for me, yeah, I sort of um, I have some experience of eating healthy because for a while I I just kind of tried to but at the minute yeah I don't know it's a lot of comfort food and all of that I sort of um yeah during the challenge it was more about just making sure there was a lot of veg on my plate so it was a lot of salads and it was all boring and there was no oil anywhere that was the biggest killer not having oil I really yeah. struggled with that but it was a lot of yeah just like a lot of um green veg frozen stuff some salads but mainly like just proper veg so like I must have eaten a broccoli every day that kind of thing it was more on that line because you had to make it filling as well otherwise I knew I would just be you know pigging out on everything were you able to continue eating your head of broccoli every day because I can imagine if I knew I only had to do that for six weeks or eight weeks I possibly could give it a go but long term maybe not yeah no of course um yeah I have actually um to an extent I mean the day I finished the challenge I had a pizza because you know you're not gonna not eat but yeah no going to going forward actually I've been pretty good um I think when you do something for that long I mean they say it takes about 60 days to sort of form a habit properly but I was pretty much you know I was about three quarters of the way to that so yeah to be honest uh, my taste for foods and the cravings really changed um I pretty much do eat that much broccoli still and other things as well my plates are now usually built up of different vegetables and pulses and then I might chuck something else on there I tend to season them properly now and add oil and this that and the other because I'm not being as disciplined but it's a huge difference from where I was so whereas I would have like chip with you know cheese on them and probably a steak or something now it's like a, tr- a tray of roasted veg and that steak on the side so it has actually shifted my um, diet and lifestyle quite a lot over the course of the challenge that you set yourself doing this um, and obviously changing back to eating boring foods with no oils and did you allow yourself like any cheat days or were you drinking alcohol during this period or was it a complete 100% healthy diet? So it wasn't I would say it was 90% 95% healthy I didn't I was allowed I was allowed one cheat day a week however I knew that if I had this cheat day a week it would be worse for me in terms of it would either set me back in terms of my actual um, physicality or it would just make me spend the next six days craving that cheat day again <laughs> because I'm, I am a man of simple means and that is how I would work. So I tried my best to not have them. For most of this challenge, I was actually at my uh, partner's house and it was my first time ever being there. So I had beer some nights just to be sociable but whereas I'd usually have one or two bottles of beer a day this was very much one or two a week and that was primarily my cheat meal equivalent mm. and then I didn't really you know, I didn't really splurge on any sugary stuff or um, you know ice cream and things like that that I would usually have so I pretty much tried not to but my coach made a point of saying that you know if I wanted to blow out once a week and I knew that would motivate me to do more in the following days then it's advisable I just knew personally that that wouldn't be the case my effort levels weren't going to go up after I'd you know had a load of beer so yeah. um yeah so it depends on the person but personally yeah I didn't um I didn't go overboard on the on the cheat days and how long have you been doing this have been sticking to this diet and uh, what's the weight loss been like yeah sure so um as a sense of time I started it properly back in um the middle of March no, the end of March just as lockdown started which was the 23rd I think and the six weeks then ran through into the end of April early May um I'm still I'm not doing it as disciplined now whereas that was yeah. twice a day 
with exercising and the food is super strict, as we've mentioned, I've changed that. But the exercises now have been more like four, maybe five times a week. So it's a bit less, but in terms of my weight loss, my weight and my uh, body sort of composition, it's still improving. Uh, my weight's gone down a couple of pounds or um, about half a kilo, I think that's how I translate. Whereas but my body fat percentages are still lower than um, they've ever been. That's kind of what I've been aiming for more so. It's more of a, um, as well as, you know, shedding a few pounds and being able to wear nicer shirts and all of that. It's good. It, uh, it was more of a goal for me to try and just lose some body fat and to be able to manage my body as well as I could. Because beforehand, I would have things like I'd have back pain, I have a stiff neck, things like this, and I'm only 23, so I really shouldn't be having that. <laughs> Whereas now... Old, old man hidden inside a 23 year old body <laughs> yeah honestly I, I mean i mean um yeah i've not got gray hairs yet but the rest of it's pretty much you know the <laughs> afraid level <laughs> it's all good but uh yeah i've drunk enough to be 50 put it that way it was more for that reason so i've kept up with most of it and the body my current state is that is similar to how i ended the challenge but that's kind of been the goal i haven't been trying to push it to be looking like arnold schwarzenegger or anything um so yeah it's kind of consistency now that i'm looking for as opposed to um further radical change if you want and have you gone out and bought yourself the kind of Daniel Craig hot pants and gotten any pictures on the beach yet? <laughs> um, not yet. I haven't been to the beach. But um, there we go. I, I'm gonna, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It's preemptive. I feel. I think um, I'm going to see. I'm going to probably. I'm so, so I'm from Wales, from the Welsh coast. So you know, fellow Celts on the on the radio show today. Oh, lovely. So I'm going to go home um, in September for a week, and uh, I'll see you when my waist size is then. <laughs> And that's my final hot You could be an um, Instagram but, model then. You could be an influencer, a Welsh influencer. A Welsh influencer, <laughs> Christ. There's not enough people in Wales for that, is there? Um, <laughs> we could try it. But yeah, I'll pop, I mean, uh, we'll pop home. I've got the short, I've still been rocking the green short shorts that are in the video, which have had quite a lot of attention, actually. So we'll, we'll bring them with us and then maybe some hot pants on the side, we'll see. So um, after all that kind of dedication and hard work over the last number of months uh, at this stage, for you personally then, was it all worth it? Yeah, good question. Yeah, I, I, I would say it was. It's difficult because I think had I not been making a point of trying to go really, really hard for six weeks, I wouldn't have stuck to it. But equally, now that I'm in this sort of more constant routine, I look back at those six weeks and think, why did I push it so hard? But it's mm. a sort of weird thing where it very much has to be a massive uphill struggle to start with for it now to feel a lot easier. So overall, it was worth it. In the middle of the six weeks, it did not feel worth it at all. I just, it felt horrible. And it was purely the pressure of, I told them I was doing it. That kept me going, to be honest. But now that I look back, yeah, it's definitely worth it. I, I, I mean, I feel a lot better in myself, which is the ultimate goal. I think, you know, it doesn't really matter that the challenge was fitness orientated. I think, you know, if you're striving towards feeling better about yourself and feeling better about yourself in a healthy way, so like the idea of like longevity and having a lifestyle that you actually feel good about. Um, yeah, that side of it's definitely been worthwhile. Well, you look amazing. Fair play. I couldn't do it. It's radio, so I can't comment back, but I'm sure you do too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason she's on the radio now, man. There is it's a reason. She's not yeah. looking good. She's shredded yeah, we, about we, four uh, pairs of Freddie jeans already. <laughs> Yeah, well, we know what the old expression is about radio, don't we? But um, thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's been good. I mean, hopefully we'll keep it up. And um, yeah, it's a, strange, it's a strange one for sure. Um, it's the first time I've ever done a video as well. So that side of it was challenging. God, bearing it all for the first video, literally. Yeah, it was a bit of an all or nothing. I've taken videos before, but not been on that side of the camera. So it was yeah. a bit scary. Yeah. Well, um, listen, fair play again. Um, it's an impressive transformation. If you want to see it, the video is up on uh, Vice as well. If you just search, uh, I tried getting swole during quarantine, you will find it there. Uh, Rise, before we let you go, is there any uh, social media uh, handles you want to give a quick mention to that people can check you out on? Sure. I mean, the video is up 
pretty much on um, all of the main social medias if you go to Vice UK. Um, in some places, I think they've linked to my, my Instagram and Twitter profiles too, so you can follow them if you want. But yeah, just as, as Man said, hit up, you can hit it up on Vice UK pretty easily. So that will do. Sounds great. Yeah, if you ever do anything uh, crazy, intense uh, challenge in the future again, do let us know. But thanks a million for popping on FM104 this evening. Yeah, no worries. You both take care. Have a nice day. FM104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.